Alright, it's me again. This is, what, episode two of uh, Rants with K-Dog. Um, so, had a long day today and, like, trying to figure some stuff out. School's been very stressful and grading and every, just every aspect of school right now just sucks. And let me tell you something, especially if you've never uh, experienced college and you're excited to, uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's not all it's chalked up to be, at least for some of us. There are going to be the people who can stay out all night, go out, do whatever they want, party, whatever, and then come home and everything be okay. And, you know, their work's all done, they're very organized, and whatever. And they can go to class the next day and present a presentation and be okay. Like, it, you know, it, it happens. But there, there's people like that. And then there's people that are more like me where it's like you literally keep yourself in your room all the time. You try to do as much work as you can. And even when you do it, it doesn't turn out to be the best. And constantly being stomped on. And honestly, I think it's because of where I am and the school that I'm in. Because... This isn't my first college. Like, I'm a transfer student. I transferred in as a sophomore. And so I already had two years under my belt. It was technically my third year of school. And even though I was a sophomore here, you know, I still had those two years under my belt. And I can tell you, honestly, the school that I came from, it was a good one. Because at the end of the day, everybody ended up passing because... They accounted for human error. People make mistakes. People have, you know, you know, they make errors and they make mistakes. And and I feel like I'm at school right now where it's like, if you make that, sure, it's okay. We want you to learn from it. But here's a grade to go with it. Like, here's a grade for your failure. And it's really sad because people go throughout their lives living like, oh, my God, I'm a poor student. Whatever. You know what? It doesn't even matter because once you're out of school, you're not a student anymore. You're a, you know, a worker. You're a, you know, an employee. And it's just like, or maybe a CEO, your own boss, who knows? Um, but still doesn't matter. Like, you know, you're doing all this for an end goal of a piece of paper that's a certificate that says, hey, you completed such and such degree, congratulations, now you can go get a job. And those jobs are going to judge you based on, you know, they, usually they're basing it off of how you present yourself in the moment rather than that four years of your stupid fucking life. Oh, part of my, whatever, stupid life. And, well, you know, it's, it's just a shame because you are... You know, in those years, yes, they're very they're very much preparing you and they're over preparing you and making sure that every possible scenario is like covered. So like with teaching, like, you know, they overemphasize a lot of things and I get why and it's understandable. But at the same time, those overemphasis shouldn't have as big of a impact on our grades and and, you know, whatever, because. Here's the thing. I honestly, as an individual, feel like I can teach. And I feel like I would make a pretty decent physical education teacher. And, you know, I don't 
I don't, but by looking at my grades and by looking at all the exams I take and the amount of studying I'm doing and the amount of material, it honestly makes me feel like I'm not going to be ready. And it's scary because now I'm a junior in college and I feel more behind than ever and I feel super lost. My life isn't falling to, like together, it's been falling apart. And it's just like a constant struggle because, you know, you want to do good in school. You want to have those grades because then one day when you get a job, you're going to be a better, you know, employee. And the fact is, it doesn't matter. These stupid grades, it doesn't matter. The, the only thing that matters is the amount of stress and the amount of anxiety that they put you through to get that piece of paper. They literally take years off your life because you are stressing over one exam that they're going to grade so hardly that you know you're going to fail, so you have to study 10 times harder. And that stress and that anxiety, it all builds up. And if we look at, you know, I've taken many classes when it, it comes to this stuff. If you look at, like, stress, literally it is proven. It's a proven fact that stress can, like, lead to cardiovascular diseases and, and it can, you know, shorten your lifespan. And here we are paying people to give us stress and anxiety just, just to over-prepare us for a job that might not be that hard or difficult. And don't get me wrong, school is very important, but the amount of stress that they put on us and the amount of pressure that we receive and that are put on our shoulders is just unacceptable and it's not realistic and I'm sorry, not cool. So you want me to pay all this money to come to your school for you to take years off my life? Seems like a big scheme to me, um, big money grab and honestly... Don't think it's fair and I, I'm sure other people feel like this like I can't I can't put all this into words of this like idea or theory I have in my head but it's just the idea of you paying money for a piece of paper that literally took years off your life because you have been stressing over it and at the end of the day do I really like do I really want to be a teacher because all I know is it doesn't if this is what teaching is going to be like if this if this amount of pressure and and this amount of stress is going to be what teaching is do i really want to do it do i really want to finish this major because um i'm i'm almost done you know that's the that's the messed up part when you're the um, almost done that's when you start to question yourself and that's when you start to fall down that little rabbit hole and it's like do you want to finish this major do you want to drop out now and like cut your losses which is literally such a big deal because you just put you know x amount of years into this 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 end goal and you're quitting and you know that's not a real big boost of confidence and you're too far gone so you're like i have to finish it. i have to suck it up and finish it but guess what by sucking up and finishing it if you're like a junior in college you're you're literally giving up a whole nother year of your life a whole nother year and then you're you know on top of that how many years are you giving up in the amount of stress and anxiety that they put on you how many years are you gonna lose how much money are you going to lose just so you have a piece of paper saying hey i can teach i know all these skills but at but at the same time i know nothing Sure, that piece of paper says I know every single skill, whatever, all the fundamental mov movements and stuff, cool. But can I actually teach it? 
Do I actually know it or did I just pass the test? Did these tests really set us up? Like, does it really assess our knowledge? Because the amount of, you know, like pressure they put on each question is just unacceptable. I literally just took a midterm a couple days ago and literally one question was worth 20 points. Meanwhile, all the other questions on that exam were worth about, was it like two to like six points. And there was just this one monster of a question worth 20 points. Now, can you tell me if that's fair? Because here's the thing about that question. They were asking for cues and and uh, informing tasks for, you know, a specific skill. So like if it's dribbling, they want to know what cues would you tell your student while they're dribbling uh, to help them improve on that skill. And, you know, just the simple things like five fingers, like they use five fingers to bounce the ball. It's always on the tips of their fingers. You know, you're looking ahead, you're looking where you're going kind of thing. Okay, those are pretty self-explanatory. And and then there's these informing tasks where it, or whatever they call them. And you literally just say like, kind of why that cue's important. So like when your eyes are up or whatever, like it's very important that the student sees where they're going, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, did that and took this exam and I studied pretty hard and I'm a poor test taker and poor studier. I can only study so, so much, like so much in advance because then I'll forget everything and then I'll literally go back to square one. And I honestly walked out of that test with a strong feeling that I did somewhat decent and I got at least like maybe a 75, 80. And and that's rare for me to walk out of an exam and be like, okay, I think I'm all right. Well, gets my uh, grade back just like yesterday and I got a, what's it called? A 60%. So I failed my midterm. And let me tell you why. Because they put 20, this one question was worth 20 points. There was five skills and you had to pick four cues and you had to pick four like informing tasks or whatever it was. And the thing was, I knew them. And the reason why I think I failed was because he it wasn't word for word and i'm sorry professors out there we're not perfect and i'm so sick and tired of everything having to be word for word because at the end of the day i'm not i'm not going to need to memorize every single cue for every single skill because when i'm teaching i will have resources i will have colleagues i will have students that i can learn from and and adjust to so pardon me but f your test your assessment, whatever you want to call it, forget it. Because at the end of the day, I learned nothing according to your test. Meanwhile, I know most of the cues and I know how to teach, but yet your exam is telling me I know nothing. What you're getting from that exam, that assessment that you gave, you're getting the assessment, like for me, you're saying my score is I don't, I'm not competent enough. Well, guess what? I am. I am competent. And I'm pretty sure, like, when I would go and work with actual children, and when we would do our stations, I did all the progressions, I used cues, I used visual aids, I even included some literacy, like, asking students what number they're standing on, or what color, or what animal is this, and I incorporated all that into my teaching, and guess what? Everything that they wanted to be in your teaching, I did, but yet, on that exam, it says I don't know what I'm doing. Please, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically all I have to say. That was my rant for the day. Just, 
honestly think about your life and before you do something just think about it and honestly I strongly am a believer in community colleges because I went to a community college for two years it was free for me I didn't spend a dime I actually came out of there with some good knowledge and some good um practices that I end up using now and that school made me want to be a teacher it made me want to succeed and I'm in an environment now that's kind of hostile towards that and I hear a lot of stories from everybody from all different schools it's not just my school but the pressure at a four-year is ten times more than a two-year so unless you know what you want to do with your life and unless you're ready for all the harsh criticisms of that and you're ready for people to challenge your belief and what you want to accomplish unless you're ready for that i don't suggest going to a four-year i don't suggest continuing a major that you don't you're not sure about because you're going to get to that third fourth year of your degree and you are going to contemplate is it worth it and you're going to tell yourself i can't back down now i already put so much time effort and money into this and i can't back out so just think before you do and honestly i wish i thought a little bit harder because yes it's nice i'm almost done but am i almost done with what i want to do for the rest of my life all right guys thank you and i'll see you next episode